Hi, this is Tim, and welcome to Talks with Tim, the podcast that finally has a name. And thank you, Jake Hall, for submitting that entry, and you are the winner of the PLC Tools Sim ALP2 Analog Simulator. And if you haven't checked out Jake Hall's LinkedIn profile, you need to do that. Jake is the manufacturing millennial, and he's putting out short video clips about various manufacturing processes. And it's just really fascinating. So check out his LinkedIn profile because he's doing a great service for our industry. And today's guest is another one of those that is just doing an outstanding service for our industry. A few weeks ago, I told you that I was looking to have guests, but I wasn't looking for people that were just plugging products or, you know, hey, here's how you can do this. I was looking for people that really could help grow and strengthen our industry and strengthen us as individuals. And today we have Chris Granger from Eco Ask Wise podcast. And he is just doing an outstanding job at capturing the heart of the people that are in our industry. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Hey, man. I'm glad to be here, Tim. I'm very excited. Thank you for having me. So I ran across Eco's podcast series not too long ago, and uh -huh. you guys are providing a great service with these podcasts. Can you tell me more about why Eco decided to make these podcasts? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, kind of a little crazy story. So, you know, I used to oversee our motor service division, and then we got out of that business in, in 2018. And I came to the engineering and services and oversaw that. And I was traveling a lot between North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia and just th that territory. And I found myself listening to a lot of podcasts and I was listening to, uh, to Gary V a lot back then. I still listen to Gary V. He's awesome. You know, if you want to get charged up, just listen to a Gary V podcast. One of his, his uh, themes back then, he was like, you know, if you're not doing a, a, a podcast right now, focused in your industry or whatever your you know vertical you're in, like you're missing the boat. So after hearing him say that multiple times over and over and over, I was like, you know what, we we need a podcast for industry because it's it's too awesome. It, you know, manufacturing is too cool. The stuff that we're doing is technology, this 4.0 and all that fun smart manufacturing stuff is uh, is really cool. So I just decided to learn a little bit more. And then I made a, uh, I guess you'd say a pitch to our executives as the engineering and services manager saying that I wanted to, to host a industry podcast. And they had some uh, funny looks on their faces and they said, uh, you sure you want to do this or sure can you do this? And I said, I don't know if I can, but I'd like to try. <laughs> so, so, you know, we took the theme, the, the mission statement behind eco of people and ideas over products. And I said, I'd like to take that and let's give it some legs and let's come up with two themes for the show. I have ideas where we talk about the, the where industry is going and trends and, you know, evolution and things like that. But I said, more importantly, let's focus on the people. And I want to call them the hero episodes and let's talk about their stories and how they made it through manufacturing and what they've learned along the way and, and advice and then get to the people themselves and like what they enjoy doing for fun. So uh, they agreed. And we started, I guess we started recording in April of uh, 2020. Actually, no, I'm sorry, February 2020. We started releasing our first one in April. And I guess we're close to 70 guests now and 150 plus episodes actually recorded. We're getting great feedback. Just been, been able to connect with wonderful people like yourself and just learning along the way. But thank you. We're, we're really trying to just serve industry in a unique way. 
uh, and, and highlight some of the things that uh, I think people just need to know about. Well, you have, and you've had some amazing guests. So how, how have you come about selecting some of these people? You know, some of it's like the old snowball, right? It's just, uh, it starts, our first guests were uh, part of my team, the engineering and services team. And I said, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and I'm going to talk to y'all about what you know. We're going to talk about single line diagrams and uh, Ethernet and and motors and uh, starting devices. And that's what we did. And then from there, it just we, we kind of branched out to some of our vendor community and their network. And then it just really started picking up some momentum. You know, we got a lot of referrals, you know, a referral here and a referral there. And then we decided to do the uh, women in engineering series, which was awesome. Yes. Got to talk to 11 wonderful women uh, about their careers and their journeys. And, um, you know, that was, and I was inspired for that because of my daughters that I have, I have two, uh, eight and a 10 year old. It's just funny. So every time we meet with someone, I would always ask, well, you know, who else should we talk to? You know, who do you think is important? Who would, who would bring value, would enjoy something like this, right? And they just started rolling in. And next thing you know, we're, we're, we're setting up regular uh, conversations with all these people. And it's just been wonderful. And for me, I've learned I, I'm as comfortable talking to the CEO as the, the person that's coming just out of college. And I find just as much value in both conversations. And, and I love just the stories. So the guests have been wonderful. They've been great. We try to treat them with kid gloves and I think they bring a lot of value to our listeners. Yes, they definitely do. And uh, you're right. When I discovered yours, I, I, I binge watched the entire thing. And there were, there were none that were like, no, I'm going to skip over this one. They were solid. They were not just about products, but they were. You really... I think captured the people's hearts there. And so along with that, what, what impact have these podcasts had on you personally? Oh, personally, it's been just unreal. For one, I've learned so much and just about careers and not to put yourself in a box and how small the community is too for of of industry. Right. And it's just interesting when you talk to different peoples and you talk and you hear everyone's stories unique, obviously, but, so many of the, the people that are, are making a big impact, they're, they're not afraid to take the risk and they're always trying to give back. And that's just been a consistent theme. So we talk about mentors a lot. And I always find when I talk, uh, talk about, you know, who's been a mentor to you, it almost always flips to, yeah, th- these people were mentors to me and here's how I'm trying to be mentors and, and help bring up the next generation. And it's just been impacting me personally, as well as just the connections, you know, we, we, <laughs> About two weeks ago, we were recording and we recorded with uh, people in, in the state of Washington, all across the country, Pittsburgh, New York, Texas, uh, Washington, D.C., and that was all within a week. Oh, wow. <laughs> None of them were in our market, you know, that Eco is serving, mm-hmm. but they all had like really cool ideas and topics and and you know, I'll connect with somebody online about a cool video that they're, that they, that they released about their industry. And I'm getting ready to do this actually around the wood product industry. And just because of that comment on, Hey, your, your video was awesome. They, they'll reach out to me like, Oh, Hey, you're, you have a podcast. And we just, we just start talking and, and, and I love hearing the stories. And then next, if, if we find it's going to be value for the listeners of eco why, man, we're going to just like when we had you and TW controls on, we're going to put you on and spotlight you and, and, and give you that platform to share your story. Well, speaking of connections, I'm struggling a little bit with this connection. You say you started in the motor shop. Yeah. 
at Eco, and now you're doing podcasts. There's got to be a little bit more in between there. Well, I actually, so Eco is the only place I've ever worked like professionally, you know. So, and before college, I worked at a service station and worked on cars and mechanic work and things like that. But after when my uh, junior year of college, uh, Eco had an opportunity for a co-op. And so I, they used to have a little automation group in, in Richmond and that would do small projects and things like that. So they needed a co-op engineer. And, and I, I jumped on that opportunity and it's actually our COO who was the engineer back then uh, doing the co-op. And he's been my, my personal mentor. His name's Jeff Knight. Just can't speak enough what Jeff has done for me in my life in general, as just as well as my career. And uh, so he had that opportunity. And from there, as, as a co-op, man, I got to do everything at a distributor every day. Like I've, I've literally done every job from driving the truck to working in the warehouse to inside sales, outside sales, counter sales, man, it's uh, branch management. And then that's when I decided at, when I graduated, I had a job at Eco, which is really cool. I didn't have to worry about trying to find one. So it was there and just progressed. I don't think I've ever held a role at Eco longer than like two or three years because it's always been just opportunities to try different things mm -hmm. and that's been pretty cool and then like i said we had the motor services so i got tired of selling stuff out of boxes and wanted to go sell a service so i had that chance and then that was awesome because i just got to learn so much on the service standpoint and then operations they've i got the chance to lead operations so that taught me a whole new skill set uh, so just throughout all those different opportunities, the one thing that's always been common is people. Mm -hmm. I just did that. I've really been the engineer training that I've never really used the engineer training because I've liked the people aspect of it and helping people and trying to help them. So like I, my whole team now, they're, they're brilliant engineers that, that know power and automation controls know a lot more than me. You know, I, I, I don't, I just, that's not, my passion my passion is helping them get better and i think the podcast was just a natural way for me to do that because i started doing a lot of blogs and writing for the company putting the the end user eyes with a, a little bit technical behind it as well trying to make it somewhat meaningful not just a, a, a white paper and then so from there the, the writing just i think it was a natural progression to the podcast and now video like I've always said I had the face for radio and they said, well, get up front and you got to go get in front of a camera. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that, but it's, <laughs> it's working so far. So we'll keep doing it. Well, there's no doubt that these podcasts are helping tremendously with bringing people into our industry. Is there anything you wish you had known earlier on in your career that you'd like to tell somebody just starting out? Well, there's a whole lot, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, the big thing that I think I've learned from so many guests I mean, and I, and I go back in my brain, and I think about some of the people in their past. It's just don't put yourself in a box, you know, and don't think yeah. if you're an electrical engineer that you just have to be an electrical engineer or that if you're mechanical, you have to be mechanical or even civil, civil. One of the best stories I have is from a leader at, at a civil engineering company who has an electrical background. And it's just amazing. I, I find that these common touch points where perhaps, you know, your, your study or what you, what you thought you were chasing in life doesn't really align with where you may end up. And that's okay. You know, be okay to embrace that. I, a recent engineer I talked to, he's very new. He's like, you know what? I studied electrical and, and I'm working for this company, but I'm doing more mechanical type work now. He says, but 
it's actually rounding out my skill set. And I was talking to an engineering uh, manager at a manufacturing plant. He's like, you know what? It helps me as an engineering manager to, to have touches in different disciplines of industry so that I'm well-rounded, if you will, you know, and it's not so focused. So that would be my advice, you know, definitely follow what your passion is, but don't put yourself in that box because you may uh, have an opportunity to grow if you really start thinking outside that box and look and, and, and open your eyes to the world around you because manufacturing is really cool. Industry is awesome. You know, if you get, if you like how it's made, it's a great place to uh, make a career and you can make a lot of money. It's not dirty and it's not, you know, you're leaving with, you know, cold stains on your eyes like you've been beat up all day. It's not that way, you know, so we got to change that perception out there. Absolutely. Now, a few podcasts ago, we talked about failures and a lot of people opened up about failures, shared stories that I think really were helpful for people coming in. Do you have any failure stories or success stories in particular that you'd like to share? You know, shutting the shops down was, was hard. I mean, I'll just, just be honest. I, I had my heart was in that business. That was a service business. When I look back, when we made the announcement, I, I made the, the, you know, made it very clear and our executives supported that I wanted to be the one that makes the announcement. Like it was, it was our team. So having to sit in front of, at the time, I think we had 30 plus people within those, those two shops we had and talk to them about, hey, this is a decision. It's nothing you guys did. It's because this was strictly, you know, there were some other factors outside, but they did a wonderful job all the way up to the day we shut the door. And then from that meeting, when I told them, you know, that, hey, basically we, we got a three-month shutdown. We got to get through the work and the unity that happened. Because, too, I mean, it could go two ways. It could go really bad or it could go okay. And they pulled together. And it spoke to their character. And we didn't have a single warranty come back from when we made that decision to, you know, that we were divesting of the business to the last motor that went out the door. Two years later, we had no warranties come back. And that speaks to, you know, they could have just said, you know what, I'm not worried about the quality or anything like that. I just want to get out of here and find me another job. It was not like that. You know, they pulled together in that moment. And and that's what I remember. And, And I think, I, that's not me. I mean, that, that, well, I think that does speak some to leadership, though. And I think well, you do need to see yeah, that. It speaks some to leadership, but it also uh, it's it's about the culture and the way that you if you if you build a team the right way, and you actually care about them. You know, you can't fake empathy, and that's that's the big thing. Like you actually you got to actually care about people. Uh, you know, there was a lot of tears uh, over those few months, and uh, but. I just wear my heart on my sleeves and we got through it. And actually all those individuals got, got new jobs. And I wrote letter of references for every one of them and, and we'll still speak highly for each and every one of them. And uh, I just, when I think back through, through my career of a failure, you know, I felt as I felt as a failure as the leader of the company as of that division that we had, that I let those guys down. But at the end of the day, you know, it was really a business decision that needed to be made and I fully support it. I'm just proud of how we managed through it because it was very tough. It was very difficult. And that really, you know, that, that shapes you when you go through it and you don't grow when things are great, you know, you grow through that adversity. And uh, that's what I remember most about that one. Okay. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, sir. 
you have a lot of people that are watching your podcast. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you're doing a great job at recruiting people. We're trying for sure. Is there any advice you'd want to give someone pursuing a career in industrial automation? Man, I would just, the, the biggest advice I would say is just go for it because there is so much opportunity right now. I mean, if you get a skill set in automation or industry or, or can, can support manufacturing in the future, if you learn skills that companies are looking for, you'll always have a job. You'll never worry about job security. I mean, there are people that are, are searching. I speak to industry leaders every week. And the consistent hurdle and challenge that I hear is workforce attrition, skill force, you know, finding people, you know, people are retiring too quick. So if you, if you're looking to come to an industry, have a lot of stability, there are a lot of benefits. There's a lot of chances to grow. Technology is changing at a rapid pace. So it's always like this cool new technology out there right now. It's, it's just a wonderful industry con to consider. And I would definitely encourage anybody out there, including my two daughters. Hey, let's, we need to start for, for, you know, considering the STEM field and looking to figure out how we can get into that. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So what are some learning tools and resources that you might recommend to viewers? Well, I mean, there's a lot depending on your, on your area that you want to study. I mean, there's so many good industry forums out there. You got your your electrical ones since and you know specifically then you have your ones within automation i do a lot of coaching on the side too for young people just get on linkedin and try to connect with people and the companies that you're interested in and i did this for a gentleman over the other week and he's interested in graphic design now that's not really our industry but that's what he's interested in so i say all right bro so we, we sat down and i pulled up linkedin and and we were together and, and we found some people. Uh, I said, name off some companies. And he named them off. And I said, so we started searching those companies and we found some people that I had some mutual connections with. And I actually got him set up to talk one-on-one -on -one with one of the directors at one of those companies just to, just to learn about it. And I said, now look, you go in this conversation, you just want to learn. This is, the, this is what I call discovery. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out where to take your career and go do that. And I think People, particularly in our industry, and I think you'll attest to this, Tim, they love to share if, oh, they're, yeah. if they're asked. So just, I would say if you're, if you're curious, you know, reach out, reach out to somebody. If you like, if you want to go in the steel industry, find someone in the steel industry and reach out. Pulp and paper, power utilities, chemical, water, wastewater, just find one that you're interested in and then reach out to them and learn and see, okay, if I want to go, if I want to be this position at this company, what does that path look like? You know, what do those hours look like? You know, cause you may not, you may find out you don't like the hours, you know, or things like that. What is, what is what's the potential compensation? You know, what education do I need to qualify for it? And just do some of that research. And I think if you start asking people in the industry, uh, you'll learn a lot and it may really help guide you down a path. Cause what I was trying to help him with is like, look, before you go get real specialized training in college on this specific thing, let's make sure there's something that you're going to really enjoy because we need to make sure, you know, because there may be another uh, path that you want to take in college that could still work in that one, but may open up more doors for you in other areas. It's, it's worth considering. It's worth taking the time. So I would just say, just reach out to people. Don't be afraid to ask. Cause I, I think people are more than willing to, uh, to open the, the door a little bit and, and, and coach you along the way. Well, thanks for that advice. Yeah, and Chris, you and Eco Ask Why are just doing an outstanding service to our industry. How how can we help 
you grow this? I mean, the big thing we're, we're trying, so we started a YouTube channel. We do not have the, the followers that you do, my friend. Uh, so but we're starting to, to drop our, our podcast on that. Traditionally, we drop on audio only, so, but anywhere you can find it, Apple, Pandora, iTunes, iHeart, on all the major platforms. So, so now we're starting to actually record them with video and we're dropping them on YouTube. We just want to be wherever people are when it comes to consuming content. So, you know, ecoasswa.com, uh, this is our website, as well as just uh, we try to do a lot on LinkedIn. I actually started an Instagram account for ecoasswa, tied it to my account. And, and so we're starting to do, you know, a lot of quote drops and things like that because it's all about for us too sharing information that's going to help other people and spotlighting the guests that come on because if they take the time to come on the show and share with us, like we need to do all we can to make them feel good about it. So uh, there's lots of different avenues. One day we hope to have a following like you do. Uh, that'd be amazing and, and get a feedback like that rolling in. So uh, lots of different ways to hook up with us. Well, and yeah, we, we will definitely put links to your YouTube channel and LinkedIn and everything. So make sure you send those to me because yeah, I mean, it is. We're and here's where I really wish I could send a message to everybody on YouTube, everybody that's doing podcasts on industrial automation, is I don't consider any of you competitors. We are all trying to raise up the next generation. And I commend you and thank you Absolutely. for everything you're doing there. Absolutely. Well, we talked a lot about work. You outside of work. Oh man, outside of work. Whew. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> so we serve at our church. I mean, that, that's a big part of our, of our family. So we do a lot there. I'm a deacon at the church and uh, I lead financial peace university there and feel like we're heavily involved in the children's ministry. So we do that hanging out with the kids, coaching basketball, coaching softball. And I feel like I'm always going to do something with the kids, but I'm just a big kid myself. So anytime I can just get outside, you know, we, 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 uh, we like to do a lot of family stuff, camping trips and things like that. We actually got some chickens here at the house now. So I built them a chicken coop. And this year, my wife's all about gardening. So she wants to, uh, you know, do a lot of gardening. So we've, we've been making some raised beds and uh, getting those in place and get excited about that. So uh, we actually uh, even have, a, we have a baby on the way. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're excited about that. So uh, she's due at the end of August. And then I do financial coaching. So I went through uh, the Ramsey Solutions training class. So I do that as a ministry uh, to try to help people. And I'd love to one day figure out how to take that and turn that into a full-time deal and, and, and help people full-time with that. But we're just taking it one step at a time. So there's always something. We have a family calendar <laughs> that's hanging in our kitchen and it's on a dry erase board. And it's, it's never uh, a lack of stuff on that calendar. I'll tell you that, but it's, it's, it, we're real intentional about setting up the boundaries to spend time as a family together. Like we want to have dinner together every night. Uh, we want to be together on, on the weekend and do stuff. So it's not like we're all going to separate areas of the house. I mean, we're, we're very much about being together as a family, me and my wife. And like I said, our two daughters, eight and 10. So. Well, uh, you have a servant heart and that shows, I mean, it really shows through your podcast, obviously it shows through your personal life. Thank you. Yeah, let, uh, One thing we didn't talk about, and really I think we, we do need to at least highlight is, is let's talk about what are some of the highlights of your podcast episodes? Obviously for me, the ones that really hit were your women in engineering series and 
your military to is it military to work? What was the other series? Military manufacturing. Military manufacturing series. Those were two outstanding ones. Well, what are what are some of the other highlights? Those two stand out for sure. The the, the women one in particular, like I said, for my daughters, they they binged that whole series. So uh, that was pretty cool. They would come in and say, "Hey, did you know this girl? What the, she lived in Asia?" I'm like, "Yeah, I I was doing the I was on the other side talking to her." Okay, well, if you can captivate their interest with a yeah. industrial podcast, then you did an outstanding job. <laughs> well, they enjoyed those, and then when I think through the other guests, I mean, it's hard to single them out, but there there have been a couple. There's a gentleman named Tim Woodson who who stands out that uh he he's the president of century uh equipment there and i think they're out of lynchburg and or in that area of virginia recently we just released one from a gentleman who's the head of sourcing for vulcan materials names travis travis actually dr travis hodge he has a he has a doctorate and what spoke to me the most about those two episodes uh, was their servant hearts and their faith, to be honest. I mean, they very openly talked about their faith. And as a man of faith myself, it was just, it was a very, it was a good connection. And we were able to share some things that I hopefully will help others. I know Tim's, I think is the number one or, or number two most downloaded podcast we have. I mean, it was, it really took off. It just shows to his character and what people think of him. And, you know, they took the time to listen. So uh, they've been some really good ones, but like I said, every guest, He's been a phenomenal worker. I've learned some something from everyone, and I just really enjoy that part of it, just getting them to know people. Oh, very good. Chris, is there anything you wish I'd asked you today? Wish you'd asked me. Man, I'm not sure, Tim. Um, you, you caught me flat-footed on that one. No, I can't think of anything. I mean, we've uh, – we, we definitely are, are trying to, to always think outside the box. And so, you know, if, if there are people that, that are out there that they have an idea or have a story they like to share, we'd love to hear from you, you know, and, and if there's, if there's better ways to, to get this type of information out, we're always looking for feedback. I mean, I'm definitely not the type of person to say, we figured this out. We're not changing. Like, no, we're always changing. We're always evolving, trying to, to serve at a higher level. So, uh, definitely would love any feedback to make us better that, that you think would, would help more people for sure. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being on today. I will put links to all of your social media connections and definitely I'm looking forward to helping you grow a YouTube channel. Cause yeah, that can, I can help a little with that. I hope. Absolutely, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome for sure. We're, we're, we're doing a lot. We, we drop a lot on social, do a lot of stuff there, you know, in the podcast world. As you know, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work on the front end and the back end. You know, we, we want to do as much, the best job we can to, to spotlighting all the people we talk to for sure. And then listen to these podcasts out there. Like there are a lot of good ones if you're in industry. You know, Manufacturing Half Hour jumps out number, you know, top of my head. Manufacturing yeah. Out Loud, uh, Making Chips. I mean, there's so many good ones out there that uh, you can really get an insider view of what's going on to, to really help you make your decisions. All right. Well, we will be looking for those. And yes, everybody out there, please take a little time and listen to Eco's podcast. Till next time. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Amber of TW Controls. Hey, thanks for finding our channel. And if our videos have helped you make some money and you're not using our products, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Till next time. See ya.